Blog Talk Radio. episode of The Mystical Matchmaker. I'm your host, Marla Martinson, and I'm so glad that you're joining me today. If you're here for the first time, welcome. And if you are a return listener, thanks for coming back. So I hope your 2022 is really going well. Um, Boy, 2021 really kicked my butt. I will tell you that. I had so many shifts and changes, so many challenges in the way of relationship, in the way of um, getting back on my feet with work after COVID. And I had COVID. I was very sick and spending a lot of time in Seattle with my mom and helping her and just so much, so much that it didn't look like any other year, I have to say. And I'll bet that's a bet a lot of you can relate uh, to that. Life is so different now and the way we've, we've had to step up and become creative and uh, change things in the way of, of work and and uh, play, creativity, relationships. A lot of a lot of you have moved to different states and cities. I have friends that are just it's like this. It's like a little chessboard. Like people are moving all over the place. I've got to keep keep track. Um, and I just want to talk today about something that uh, I had to learn, which is boundaries. I had to learn this. Oh. I needed to learn it as a young woman, and I spent 40 years of my life uh, getting into relationships, being and staying in relationships, romantic relationships, friendships that really had no boundaries. I really did not have a clue uh, what it was, how it could help me, and consequently, I drifted in and out of marriages, in and out of friendships, in and out of jobs, in and out of apartments, and I was... I was really like this uh, free-flowing spirit going just, you know, wherever the wind would take me, doing things that I loved and having adventures and all of that. But, boy, the structure of some great boundaries really could have helped me. Um, Many of you ladies out there listening are looking for a soulmate, want to be in a relationship, and um, find yourself choosing the same kind of man uh, or woman, but the same kind of partner, uh, but in in a different pair of pants. It's like it's the same person, right? It's like, oh, my gosh, I picked someone with narcissistic tendencies or um, unavailable or commitment phobe or, you know, different issues. And um, you may have done a lot of work on yourself, but but there's something missing. There's There's something, you know, to look at that that keeps you from really getting into an emotionally healthy place, a healthy relationship. I pulled a few tarot cards for us to start off, to kick this off. And um, I like it when the spirit guides come in and speak through the cards. First, the five of swords comes in and there's a lot of, it's like almost uh, some chaos, some, some like what in the heck's going on here, right? Just kind of can't pinpoint it. 
can't get things under control. And then the death card comes in, and that's a card which sometimes people are afraid of in the tarot. I love the death card. Not always, but a lot of times I love it when it comes up because it means the death of an old pattern, an old way of being. Um, it can mean the death of a relationship. It rarely means physical death. You know, it doesn't mean you're going to die if you get this, but it can. It could, but that's rare. But it uh, means something is, um, you know, melting away. Something is being, being. Um, ushered out and there's always and when that happens always something new comes in the six of wands comes in giving from the overflow and then the three of wands just power i just see personal power um excitement um i see us goddesses standing there with our wands and and beautiful sparks and fire just coming out and manifesting beautiful things then the eight of pentacles comes in um, just here we are at our in our laboratory cooking up something really great. And what I wish for you this 2022 is that you will really hone in on what your dreams are, what you're looking for, what will make you happy, what will, um, gosh, you know, like if you close your eyes and you just sink down into your heart, what is it that is your heart's desire? What are your goals? What are your dreams? What really lights you up? So just sit with that for a moment. You might want to journal about that later. What really lights you up? What would you like to have happen, manifest, accomplish in 2022? And how are you going to make it happen? And if you can't come up with something, how it will happen, imagine yourself talking to a best friend, you know, a really good friend, and they're telling you what they want, and they just can't figure it out. But you know, you have some ideas, you have some creative uh, strategies to share with them. And so you have that for yourself as well. You can dig down deep, you can sink down into the heart, to the, into the solar plexus chakra where the creativity is, and you can, you can come up with that. You can come up with the answers. So talking about boundaries, I want to uh, explain my definition of a boundary. Uh, boundaries are the limits that you set to define what you will and will not do, what you will or will not t- accept or tolerate. So in essence, your boundaries are what's okay and not okay for you. So boundaries are personal and specific. Your boundaries are yours. It's not putting up a boundary for someone else to follow and then getting mad if they don't hold it. It's yours. It's your boundary. It's yours to set. It's yours to hold. So what we're talking about here is being willing to give yourself permission to consider yourself at least as much as you're considering everyone else. So I want you to put attention on yourself as much as you put it on everyone else. A lot of us are codependent. We are feeling guilty. We are worried about the other person. What are they feeling? What are they thinking? Are they going to survive without me? What, you know, what can I do? And I'm giving you permission to be selfish. Selfish is not a four-letter word. It's a five-letter word. <laughs> S-E-L-I, no, is it a six-letter word? Selfish. Selfish is not a bad word. It's not a nasty word. It's a good word because we want to, be, we want to put our, our attention on ourselves. 
we want to consider ourselves at least as much as we are considering everyone else. And then what we do is we'll bump it up to put more attention. You put more attention on you than you put on everyone else. Not just at least as much. You want to put more attention. And then the real boundary ninja move is being able to put your attention on yourself first. Consider yourself before you consider everyone else. This is big here. So think about how many times you've said yes to something you really wanted to say no to. When was the last time you were able to say no without feeling guilty? I remember when I was in um, was it junior high or high school, and I was so bad. Um, I, there was a dance coming up, and there was a guy who I had. He was a nerd or whatever we'd call him back then. He was not anyone I was interested in. Poor guy. And um, he had a crush on me, and he asked me to a dance, to a school dance. I did not want to go with him. And I couldn't say no. I didn't know how to say no. I didn't know how to set a boundary with myself. I, I didn't know how to, how to do it. And I, I told him yes. I said, yes, I'll go. And then I cringed and continued to kick myself. Why, Marla, why did you say yes? Now how am I going to get out of it? And then I plotted and planned how to let this guy down. How do I get out of this? Instead of just having that uncomfortable you know, 30-second conversation and politely declining. I had no idea how to do it. So where are there places in your life where you make promises to yourself only to break them a few short moments later? You know, before you can hope that others will able, they'll be able to honor your needs, it's important to look and see how you can truly respect your needs in a more relevant way. So really look at all the sneaky ways you dismiss your needs. Because it happens, we just dismiss our fundamental needs. Ask yourself, do you always let other people pick the restaurants, saying that you're fine with whatever, you know, whatever everyone else wants? Or maybe you tell yourself you're going to start a workout program like every January, but then you give it up just like, you know, a few days later. Um, maybe you stay quiet just so you don't upset another person. Or you know, keep saying yes when you mean no over and over. All of these examples are indications that boundaries need to be set. And remember, don't forget this, a boundary is between you and you. We cannot expect someone else to uphold our boundary because why? It's not their boundary. It's ours. It's yours. So there's all, um, there's actually an art to setting boundaries and you can learn these very quickly and apply them to your life. And I'm going to share there's a formula to having tough conversations, and it is getting comfortable with short-term discomfort over long-term resentment. It's taking responsibility for upholding your own boundaries instead of expecting everyone else to. So I call the art of setting boundaries and having those tough talks boundary badassery because when you're able to master these kinds of conversations, guess what? You, you, you kind of feel like a badass. And that happens when you learn how to share your needs clearly, without guilt, without explanation, 
because we're avoiding external conflict, we're really creating more internal conflict. And I find that women tend to over, you know, we explain. Like if you can't go somewhere, you can't, somebody invites you to somewhere, instead of just saying, you know, no, that's not going to work for me, thank you. Oh, we have to go into, well, I would, but, you know, I had a really busy week and I'm really tired. And then Saturday I've got to do my laundry. And, I, you know, we go into this long uh, story that, you know, nobody really wants to hear. And so we can make that very concise, set a boundary. We don't have to go into explanation or feel guilty. No is really a complete sentence. I'm sure you've heard that before. So I'll teach you how to craft what you're going to say when expect, expressing a boundary. We'll just practice that. And I call it script writing. So we're going to, I'll just remind you, your boundary is between you and you, first and foremost, even if it involves another person. And we want, when we want to include someone else in our boundary, when we want to express our boundary to another person, there are a couple things we have to keep in mind. So one of the ways uh, to look at boundaries is this, okay, where do I end and where does someone else begin? From this perspective, you can see how you've crossed the border from your territory into someone else's and how you're taking responsibility for something that's theirs. Remember, someone else's response, this is so good, you guys, someone, someone else's response to your truth isn't your responsibility to manage. Oh, God, I love that. If I only knew that 30, 40 years ago, <laughs> last week. All right. So when others are involved, make that space to ask yourself, is this mine to take responsibility for? Because you may find that you're taking responsibility for what isn't even yours and that you're real, what you're really doing here is inserting yourself to manage, manipulate, and control the experience of someone else. Oh, my God. I've done that so many times. As you pull back from overstepping that line between where you end and someone else begins, you're able to start holding others capable of taking responsibility for themselves and for managing their own experience. I know one of the primary reasons most people avoid setting boundaries is they just don't know what to say. So we're going to ease here into writing boundary scripts and just be mindful of the stories that you may be making up about the other person and the impulse to put words in their mouth or over-apologize or even apologize at all for how we presume our boundary will impact or land with someone else. So you don't have to worry about that. That's their, their uh, you know, feeling. They can manage their own feelings. So again, I'll to say it again, your boundaries are between you and you, yours to set and yours to uphold. That's the first step to getting your needs met. Identifying your needs, owning that you're responsible for meeting your own needs, making direct requests, and following through with the upholding. Okay, now the upholding is the key. Verbalizing a boundary to someone else is not an expectation that somebody else is going to respect or honor or uphold your boundary for you or change in any way. If we say what we're going to do and we don't actually honor what we say, we're handing off the responsibility to someone else. And we're also sending the message that we don't stand by our own word. Okay, so, so these scripts are here to support you in knowing what to say, choosing the words you'll use to set your boundaries. We're simply initiating a conversation in service to deeper intimacy and connection. So I'm going to break down uh, the script into three components. So we've got plan A, plan B, and the company line. So plan A is your request. 
Plan B is your declaration of intention, and the company line is what you repeat over and over if someone challenges you. So let's dive into Plan A. So Plan A includes a statement of how you feel impacted by the other person plus a request. For example, I feel X when you do or say Y. Are you willing to, and then you put your, your request in. So it's very simple. This is actually really fun. Once you get the hang of it, once you practice, so you can get a you know, pen and paper. You might, you're probably going to want to listen to this podcast again. Take notes. And, um, but I've got something exciting to tell you. Before we dive in, I have a, um, a boundary class uh, that it's kind of a webinar class. On February 16th, that's 2022, February 16th at 4 p.m. Pacific, um, it's an hour free class all on boundaries, and I hope you'll join me for that. And the link is in the notes, show notes. It's also on my website, MarlaMartinson.com, under Work With Me, and you go to Boundary Coaching, and you can join us, and it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, so plan A, we're going to do it. That, that includes a statement of how you feel impacted by the other person plus a request. So here's an example. I feel frustrated and taken for granted when you don't wash your dishes. Are you willing to do your own dishes going forward? Or I feel resent maybe to a neighbor. I feel resentful when your dog crosses the street and poops in my yard and I end up having to clean up after him. Will you please figure out a way to keep your dog in your, your, dog in your own yard? So you just notice that format of plan A is that you share the impact on you and then you make a request. You're not making a demand. Okay, let's, you know, you can pre practice some of your own, okay? So the use of plan A, that's predicated on the availability of the other person being reasonable and willing to collaborate. If they're unable or unwilling to meet your request, then you move on to plan B and let the other person know how you're going to take care of yourself moving forward. So for every boundary you want to set, you need to have a plan B as a part of your script as a backup plan in case they're not you know, going to go along with it in case they're not going to honor your request. So plan B adds a statement of intent to plan A. Example, I feel X when you do or say Y. In order to take care of and honor myself, I will do Z since you're unwilling to meet my request. So here's some examples of adding your plan B statement of intent to the script, okay? In order to take care of myself, I'm going to use some of the household budget to per, per to per purchase paper plates since you won't wash your own dishes. Or, as far as the uh, dog pooping in your yard, in order to take care of my needs, I will call animal control when I next see your dog coming into my yard since you're not willing to keep your dog in your own yard. So you are stating what you are going to do. All right? So remember, when you state your plan B, you need to be prepared to put it into action, though, and do what you'll say you'll do. You can't just say it's not cry wolf. You don't say you're going to do something, and you don't do it. The final part of your script is your company line. It's a sentence or two that clearly sets your boundary, which you can repeat as many times as necessary if a person tries to open up the conversation or debate your boundary or argue with you. So often your company line can just be a version of your plan B. As a reminder, in order to honor myself, I'm going to do Z. So an example of the company line, as I said, in order to take care of myself, we'll be using paper plates. Or just so you know, in order to take care of my needs, I'll call animal control when I see your dog coming into my yard next time since you're not willing to keep your dog in your own yard. All right? 
So the company line is just reiterating. Um, so when you begin setting your boundaries, here's some things to remember. And this is just oh, makes it so much easier. Avoid over-explaining your position. It just feels so much cleaner that way. Express no more or no less than the boundary you want and need. Avoid language that blames the other person. Keep it in the eye. Try to keep the focus on yourself and your feelings. Avoid self-blame and only apologize if you truly feel you need to do so. Don't make, make excuses for yourself and don't make empty threats. So here's a few boundary setting tips, some more tips to consider. So first, if you're relating to a reasonable person, it's a good idea to make your, your, your request first to determine if the person's in agreement before you share your plan B. But you can use your discernment on whether a request will work. It, you know, if it's a contentious relationship or you're dealing with a narcissist or a very difficult person, direct requests might be difficult and it could really open the door to, you know, to an argument or something. Maybe you've tried before and failed. Abusive and narcissistic people, they're not going to be capable of meeting you in a collaborative way. So if that's the case, you'll probably need to state your plan B and just not even make the request. So second, if you don't expect the person to live up to their side of the agreement, you just may decide to name your plan B, even if the other person says yes to your plan A. And finally, remember that your company line is used to avoid getting into a drawn-out discussion or argument. So I'm just going to leave you with some nuggets. Just remember, it's nobody else's job to maintain or respect your boundaries. Someone else's response to your truth is not your responsibility. And we have to find our no in order to free our yes. So you want to find out what is your no, and that will free your yes. So just taking that all in, you may even want to take a deep breath. This stuff is powerful, you guys. It's really powerful. It will really change your life, change how you interact with people, make everything just feel so much more cleaner, and um, definitely just all I think about when I think about boundaries and applying these techniques is power. And I would love to invite you to join me February 16th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, 2022 on Zoom. It's going to be a live uh, webinar class for about an hour. And we're going to talk about boundaries, and we're going to, um, I'm going to hear from you what you have trouble with, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And that will also lead to, um, uh, if you're interested, I'm having a, um, a, a group um, coaching uh, program starting March 30th, and it's going to be for 12 weeks, and it is Become a Boundary Badass. It's a 12-week coaching program with me live for 12 weeks. And it's going to be a wonderful group, um, and that's six ninety seven, great price for twelve weeks. And that is on my website marlamartinson.com, and you go under work with me, and you go to boundary coaching, and you'll find it there. And I would love to to uh, to have you uh, with us. And don't forget to jump on my newsletter. Go to my website marlamartinson.com, and you can get a free high frequency. Um, meditation and then you'll be added to my newsletter which I send out information about a lot of things boundaries and uh, my readings and free information and, and channelings and just a lot of fun stuff um, it's never spammy it's always informative and fun um, so I would love to have you and that way we can keep in touch 
And um, if you want your own reading, I have also have readings on my website. Love to do that for you. I've got tarot readings, channeled readings, all sorts of goodies for you. All right. And I'm just wishing you an absolutely wonderful, beautiful uh, evening. And I hope to connect with you soon. Sending you much love. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at The Mystical Matchmaker or my website, MarlaMartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.